Yeah! Ha ha ha! Ha ha! You aren't gonna believe this, but there's been some tech news recently. Don't worry, we planned for this. It's just like the simulations. This is a simulation. Google seems to have a monster under its bed named ChatGPT. The recent launch of the popular AI chatbot has set off alarms at Google, causing the company to call in its dads for help. Larry Page and Sergey Brin, the founders of Google and controlling shareholders of the parent company Alphabet, have come back to the company after having left their daily roles back in 2019, also known as the before times, to do whatever men under 50 with unlimited money can do, which is literally anything. Or perfecting soup. Or podcasting. The pair were invited by current CEO Sundar Pichai last month to offer advice and pitch ideas. Google plans to launch over 20 AI products by the end of the year, including a demo version of its search engine with chatbot features. And a shampoo for artificial intelligence. This is very exciting news for the company's AI division and everyone but the 12,000 people in other departments who are being laid off by Google due allegedly to economic downturn. It's robots. The company is also facing several antitrust lawsuits, which is the opposite of trust, from Epic and Match LLC, as well as the US Departments of Justice. Just actually, just one department, the Justice one. All this pressure could end up hurting Google bad, especially if Bing can implement chatbot features first and someone notices. <gasps> DuckDuckGo has when it just says, turn off your computer. Have you noticed Bing is different? What? Twitter has officially banned third-party clients, but why should we care about Third, bronze is a subpar metal that went out of style 3,000 years ago. And yet, while that is completely true, Twitter may have not been super upfront about how or why they were doing this. The official Twitter dev account said that the platform was enforcing its long-standing API rules and then neglected to, you know, name a rule. Then yesterday, Engadget noticed that Twitter had added a clause to their developer agreement that banned the ability to use or access the licensed materials to create or attempt to create a substitute or similar service or product to the Twitter applications. The company that made Twitterific, the third party client that actually coined the term tweet, released a blog post saying that the social platform has become a Twitter that we no longer recognize as trustworthy or worth coming up with fun colloquialisms for. That's not part of the quota. In a fun coincidence, that same Twitter, now owned by Elon Musk, also known as Buffalo Bill Dodger, is being sued for refusing to pay the consulting firm that assisted in the lawsuit the company launched against Musk when he tried to back out of buying it. That is amazing. I tried, I tried coming up with an analogy for the situation, but it's just too wacky. The situation is the joke itself. It befuddles analogies. <laughs> <laughs> And the secure boot feature on at least 300 MSI motherboards is not working as intended, depending on who's doing the intending. For the uninitiated, I almost said unintended, secure boot is a feature in motherboard firmware that ensures PCs only boot software that is trusted by the motherboard manufacturer. However, security researcher David Potaki discovered hundreds of MSI motherboards would let just any old software boot. Motherboards have no standard these days, but don't worry. MSI has responded to the findings, and according to them, it's working flawlessly. The manufacturer said they added a second setting called image execution policy that is set to always execute software by default, even though secure boot is enabled. They said the default always execute setting is to offer a user-friendly environment, which makes perfect sense. Think of how user-friendly it would be to not have a front door. You could just walk right into your house and not have to lock anything when you leave. And when you're really mad, no one knows. 
And your counters are super clean because everyone stole your stuff? You got nothing to apologize for. Minimalism! According to WCCF Tech, this behavior may not be isolated to MSI. They claim that ASUS and Gigabyte boards may also have issues with securing their boot. I guess no one knows how to tie their shoes anymore. Might as well be slip-ons! That never made it in frame, but I almost hit the camera. Now I'm taller on one side. Oh! Fails all around when nerds try to throw. Now it's time for Quick Bits, brought to you by Hetzner, the leading hosting provider and data center operator in Europe with hundreds of thousands of servers in operation. They don't serve beer, but they do serve reliability, which is much safer for computers. By combining its strengths in innovative technology, attractive prices, expert support, and flexible customer service, Hetzner extended its market both within and outside Europe. They have two high-tech data centers in Germany, in Nuremberg and Falkenstein, and one in Helsinki, Finland. And if you're thinking to yourself, hey, I'm on the east slash west coast of the United States, why should I care about some European servers? Hetzner is now covering both of those coasts with their latest location in Hillsboro, Oregon. So deploy your cloud server in seconds using Hetzner by clicking on the link below. Our quick bits are guaranteed to get right through your defenses and attack your funny bones before you poop How them out. How humorous is that? <laughs> nice. Get you. nice. U.S. mobile provider T-Mobile has admitted they were hacked. Well, they admitted some of it to some people. In a press release, the company stated the breach was shut down within 24 hours of being detected. What they didn't mention there, but they did mention in an SEC filing, was that the data of 37 million customers was hacked and that the breach wasn't detected for over a month. But once they detected it, now you have a reason to switch to AT&T that doesn't involve an unhealthy obsession with the women from their ads. Leave Lily alone, guys. It's worth getting a VPN in Canada for. Speaking of SEC filings, Yum Brands, the parent company of KFC, Taco Bell, and other toilet ruiners, <laughs> admitted they also had data stolen. They suffered an attack from a ransomware gang so bad, over 300 locations in the UK were forced to shut down. Thankfully, all locations are back up and running, so you can panic eat fried chicken as you wait for something to hack you. It's their food. It's like popping a balloon in the toilet bowl. It's so bad. Really, the hackers were doing us a favor. Chris Fix, a German repair service that was sent 48 Radeon RX 6000 cards with cracked GPUs in a matter of weeks, thinks they may have figured out just what happened. After determining most of the cards were bought secondhand, the repair shop posted a video explaining that they believe the cards were sold by crypto miners and somehow water got trapped under the chip and that expanded when the card got hot. Chris Fix thinks they were stored in a human environment while Reddit thinks they were hosed down by miners before sale like in that viral clip. Some Vietnamese miners have cleaned up their old graphics cards after Ethereum merged by bathing them with extremely high risk. You gotta ask yourself what's more important, a clean card or a card that doesn't explode? <sighs> That's a tough one. It's like free fireworks. Gotta keep them clean. Explosions though. Back on the menu, baby. Melting 4090s are back in the news because Cable Mod's 12 volt high power cable has now gotten a little extra crispy. Reddit user HumbleBrilliant654 posted pictures of the cable on the site and thankfully Cable Mod has promised to replace the product. Humble swore that he inserted the cable into the GPU properly and that he had been using it for two months. Or you know, someone's lying on Reddit. But that's, that's crazy. They would get downvoted. As a 16 year old girl, I can tell you Reddit's honest. <laughs> 16F Kali. 
And Wizards of the Coast have finally apologized for trying to release a new, worse version of the current open gaming license, which allows creators to make and publish content for the Dungeons & Dragons RPG. Just after Pathfinder publisher Pezo announced 1,500 companies have pledged their support for the OGL alternative, the open RPG creative license, o or ORC. Orc, dude. Orc, <laughs> we're calling it Orc. Wizard of the Coast said that they would no longer deauthorize the earlier version of the open gaming license, except that they still are, just not for content already published under the earlier version. I guess that's a half lie, which is only half as bad as their last statement, so at least they're improving. Half elf, half orc, half ling? Half ling. They love half. Demigod, Demi more. And our tech news coverage is improving every episode, so make sure you come back on Monday. There may be kittens, orc kittens, just corkins? Durable, <laughs> brutish kittens. It's so cute and strong. <laughs> the time of the kitten has ended. The time of the orc is now. Me meow. Now it's the time of the orc.